Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Twas the month after Election Day, and all over the country, everyone was still wondering who the next president would be. The ballots had been counted and counted again in hopes that President Trump would pull out a win. The lawyers were huddled in court filing suits. The Democrats and media were both in cahoots, while American voters of every shape and size were helplessly being disenfranchised. They had known for a month now that something wasn't right. When Trump lost his lead in the middle of the night, everyone expected President Trump would win. After all, who in their right mind would vote for Biden? He never campaigned and he rarely held an event. He spent nine months locked up in his own basement. He had no agenda. He had no plan. When he was questioned, he just yelled, come on, man. He was the worst candidate in the world, without exception. There is no way he could win without some kind of deception. And when he came out victorious, voters yelled, oh, my God, the Democrats must have committed massive voter fraud in Nevada and Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, in corrupt Pennsylvania and even Wisconsin. Trucks full of ballots making big, massive dumps, thousands of votes and not one of them Trump's. Illegal ballots were being furiously counted. Poll watchers and workers were completely dumbfounded. It was clear the election was under attack. They had to try to save it. Thousands spoke out, even signed affidavits. The evidence poured in from all over the place. Clearly, this was not a free and fair race. Despite all that, the media was convinced Joe had won. He'd got the votes, they said. This election is done. President-elect Biden is what they decreed, but President Trump refused to concede. I won the election, he confidently tweeted. If you count legal votes, I have more than I needed. And it's true, Trump's popularity dramatically increased. Well, except with voters who've long been deceased. But Republicans everywhere experienced a bump. So many Republicans won, thanks to Trump. The Democrats lost several seats in the Congress, and they didn't get the Senate seats that they promised. In fact, the only place that they seemed to have succeeded was in the four swing states that they desperately needed. The number in those states showed impossible imbalances. Trump called for recounts and mounted legal challenges. And now, a month later, the mystery is yet unsolved. And the true winner of the election has not yet been resolved. Even though CNN and NBC and Fox News say it's Joe, until the electors vote, nobody actually knows. And that's the way the Constitution says it should be. The people choose the president, not the idiots on TV. And if you believe that this election was taken from you, you're not alone. 74 million Americans think that, too. That's why the president and his team are putting up a fight to make sure that the results are 100 percent right. It's only been one month since Election Day, and the inauguration is a long way away. But you must continue to speak out and fight and pray, because together we can all keep America great. That is
1,000% increase thanks to the boycott led by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez against against Goya. Now, typically, when you boycott a company, when you're angry with them for whatever reason, like, oh, I don't know, they create jobs for minorities, or I don't know, they help feed the homeless, or I don't know, they they uh, show that the American dream is possible for pretty much anyone who achieves it uh, legally and works hard, you know, to, to create something. Whenever, when, whenever you're trying to attack a, a really great company that does all those amazing things and also has a, a need that they fill in the marketplace, um, you know, you're going to you're going to probably see a little hesitancy for people to follow you blindly. And in this case, what happened with what happened with AOC was a I mean, you just want to talk about a, 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 something exploding in your face, something backfiring, just like, I mean, incredibly, this Goya boycott turned into a massive boycott. So much so that uh, that Mr. Inuanyue. Um, Anyanyue is a very interesting name, the guy. Uh, but anyway, he uh, declared that AOC would be employee of the month because of the massive amounts of increases that they saw in Goya sales over the past year. Employee of the month, probably the decade, to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who in her in her short-sighted attempt to harm the company made it 1,000 times more profitable. I mean, you, I'd stop and think about that. Stop and think about that for one second. Let's say your company makes a million dollars a year. And I know Goya makes more than that. But let's say you have a company that makes a million dollars a year in profit. And then you are become a thousand times more profitable. That means that within one year, you will go from making one million dollars to one thousand million dollars. Which I think is a billion dollars. I don't know. It's a lot of money. Let me for example, right now on Facebook, five thousand people are watching us. And if AOC said boycott the Marquee show, don't watch the Marquee show, tell everyone the Marquee show is horrible and should not be watched, which I would hope she does, because evidently that's the best way to gain new customers and clients and, and viewers, then we would get a thousand times more viewers, which means we would go from 5,000 to the 100,000 times would be 500,000, 5 million, right? 20. It'd be a five, five. It'd be a lot of people watching. Be a lot of people. I don't know. I even. I, I'm not really good at math. What is? Hey Siri. What is five thousand times one thousand? Five thousand times one thousand is five million. Okay, five, five million, million. There you go. Okay. So I was kind of right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so if you see AOC, tell her that this show's horrible and terrible and should be boycotted because uh, I don't know what because we like uh, we we're conservative and we support Donald Trump and we think capitalism is great. She'll hate. She hates all of those things. So that should definitely. That should definitely do the trick. In the meantime, while we're waiting for the AOC boycott to begin, if you're watching on Facebook, just share and comment. If you're on YouTube, smash that like button. If you're driving in your car, just crank it up really loud and roll the windows down so that everyone else around you can hear what's going on. And uh, and we'll uh, you know hopefully spread the word that way. Speaking of spreading the word, a couple of other things that have been happening right here in Florida. Did you hear about this woman who worked for the Department of Health and now has been attacking the governor? And she got her home raided and she's 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 been basically comparing Ron DeSantis to Adolf Hitler and he's comparing as uh, she's comparing the uh, state police officers or the state bureau of investigation to the Gestapo she believes that she is being targeted by Ron DeSantis and that's why armed officers are being sent to her home we have some of the videos she took secretly of the um, of the officers serving a search warrant here in just a minute which we'll play for a fascinating story that will tell you why she's under investigation and uh, the claims that she's making about COVID-19 here in the state of Florida and what it means for Ron DeSantis. Absolutely nothing. But we'll get to that in just a minute. Also, there's a Santa. <laughs> there's a Santa. I, I mean, I don't. I, what is this world coming to? There was a mall Santa that made a little boy cry. This mall Santa was so liberal. He was so liberal that he made a little boy cry. Not because he was scary or not because, you know, he, he was, I don't know, maybe spent too much time on his lap. No, this kid asked for something for Christmas, and Santa told him no. And this kid started to bawl. We have the audio of that as well. We'll play it for you. We'll tell you what the kid wanted that Santa told him. No way, Jose. And uh, and more of that here in just a minute. We got a bunch of your phone calls that we've got to get to. Information about Donald Trump taking his case to the Supreme Court. Guess who might be his attorney? Now that Giuliani's in the hospital and may not be able to uh, to to argue this court in front of the um, or to argue this case in front of the Supreme Court. Guess which patriotic constitution loving american is raising his hand and saying i'll do it 
I'll do it if this case gets to the Supreme Court. I will I will argue on behalf of the president of the United States. We've got that story. We've got so much to get to. Like I said, there's some mail time. We have some open mic messages. It's the Mark K Show. Quick break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. The Marque Show. My name's Marque, 855-765-1045. Hey, thanks for joining us today, folks. We are so excited uh, that you're here. We got a bunch, listen, we got a bunch of open mic messages coming in, too. And if you want to leave us an open mic message, it's really easy to do. All you have to do is go to our uh, our downloadable mobile app. It's the 104.5 WOKV app on your on your app store, whether it's Google Play or whether you got the iTunes, whatever one you got. Um, that's the place you're going to go download it. And you can send us an open mic message absolutely free like this guy. Who I think is I think sent us no I think it's a guy. Oh come on with this stupid computer. Here, what's the label? I'll do an impression of it. No, it's not. I think it's that's not. the best what way to fix a mouse is, is to slam it aggressively. I found that if a mouse doesn't work, the best way to is to slam it is aggressively. Trap it and the. No, you know floor. what I did last time? I did this. I slammed the mouse so hard that it broke, and then the IT guy came and brought me. No one to work. A better perfect. one. Work perfectly. Yeah, a better one. Apparently now it's. Uh, <laughs> what is going on? What is happening? I don't this know. Is, you want me to play it over here? No, I wanted. I want to be. Able, I want stuff to work the way that I. That, you know what this is? This must be a Dominion software program. I want. I just want when I have something that I need to play on the radio. I okay, want it to I'll be. I'll say the magic word. Abracadabra. Right. You ready? Here yeah. we go. Hey, Marquet, it's Chris from Bayshore. I'm wondering if you heard the fantastic news about AOC. She became the employee of the month at Goya. She finally did something good with her career as a politician. Yeah, what we did here. That was, that was, see, we should have, had we played that back when I wanted to, it would have been much more poignant. Anyway, give us an open mic message, send it in, and we'll play it on the air if we can. All my other audios on this computer, too, so I don't even know if we're going to have a show today if this if computer's not working. Let's see. Let's see if we can get to this one here because this is an important story that we've we've been teasing. Um, no, this isn't working at all. What is happening here? What is happening here? All right, well we'll get to that here in just a minute. Let's just go to the phones. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Oh wait, I think I broke my mouse. I don't think I can answer the phone. I think you broke the desk. Oh yeah, here I can. Hey Jacob in Illinois, how you doing, Jacob? Doing good. Long time listener, first time caller. Good, good. It's good to talk to you, man. What's going on? What do you want to say today? Uh, I just didn't know if you heard about Texas filing a suit against all the swing states for all the BS that's going on. Yeah, I heard it's, it's, a, it's the Texas AG, right? The Attorney General, he's out suing everybody for ruining the country, basically. Yep, but also I didn't know if you heard that J.B. Pitzker pushed the five counties that voted for Biden this year to switch everything to Dominion yeah. as of December of last year. So why is Illinois switching to that without no votes? Or any information about that. That was all set up by the Democratic Governor, J.B. Pitzker. I'll tell you what, man. I really think that we should get to a point in our lives where we go back to basics, where we go back to the old handwritten ballots, the inking on the fingers, making it, you know, one vote for one person. No dead people are able to uh, to vote. No, you know, no people voting in their votes or, or mailing in their votes or whatever they're doing, because that just seems to be that just seems where the to be where all the big problems are. Uh, star star one oh four five or eight five five seven six five one oh four five. This is Dominic in Tampa. Hi, Dominic. How are you? Hey, Marquez. Uh, first time caller. I uh, just wanted to thank you for being a voice of the people. Oh, you're and welcome. And I wanted to tell, and I wanted to tell you that uh, all this voter shenanigan isn't in just uh, other states. My wife and I, uh, we asked for ballots to be mailed to us. Well, we decided no, we're just going to go in and vote in person, right? Yeah. So you know, we filled out our ballots, took it, took it up there. Uh, my wife is hard of hearing and partially blind, so I was there to assist her. They made me go outside. They tried to get her to put that mail-in ballot in a box, and I'm like, no, the, the ballot box is right there. We're putting it in the ballot box. Yeah. They took her ballot out of the privacy envelope, looked at it, rolled their eyes, and asked me to leave. And what did you do with your – where did your ballot end up? Uh, my ballot ended up in the box. Well, where did I'm her not ballot sure yeah, her... end because because the, uh, she said she put it in the box, and she's scared because there was two ballot boxes in the room. Yeah, well, that's crazy, man. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Uh, we really we really appreciate that. This is Michael in Georgia. Hi, Michael. How are you? Good, man. How you doing? Oh, doing great. Uh, thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, Michael? 
I wanted to ask you, man, how hard would it be? I know Ted Cruz agreed to do it, and he'd be the best person to do it, and he probably needs to grab Trey Gowdy also, but whose call is that to make whether or not he can argue the Supreme Court case? Oh, you're getting ahead of yourself. We were going to tell that story earlier, but then my computer uh, melted down. So, yeah, that's okay. That's a good question. Who gets to decide who argues this case in front of the Supreme Court? If somebody says, "Hey, I'll do it," is it just like they like like calling shotgun in a car? They get well, that's a great question. We'll get to it here uh, in just a minute. Let's go to David on the. You know what? We're gonna this regroup. We're gonna <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll regroup and we'll come back. I'm gonna get some coffee. We'll just start the show over again here. Let's do yeah. And like in like six or seven minutes. Uh, star star one zero four five or eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K show. Maybe maybe it's Hopefully. coming up. We'll see. Right after this on one zero four point five WOKV. This is the Mark K show eight five five seven six five one zero four five. You ever have one of those days, you know, where like everything just goes not the way you'd planned it, like the computer breaks, and typically when you know you slam the mouse as hard as you can, that doesn't seem to fix it. So then you go to the kitchen to get coffee, but not only is there no coffee, there's no coffee filters because apparently people are using them for impromptu masks uh, because of the mask mandate we have here. I don't know what's going on. So that's just that's how my day's going. Hopefully, hopefully your day's going better. Uh, hopefully your day's going better than mine. Oh, or this little kid. Um, at what was it? Where was this? This was in the North Pole. No, right? it wasn't in the North Pole. Oh, okay, it was. Uh, I let's it was see, the North Pole. No, what, well, that's where Santa Pole? typically lived. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. A mall Santa. A mall Santa in was it New Jersey? Not uh, the North Pole. We're gonna find out where it was. Anyway, this mall Santa was uh, going viral yesterday on on Twitter and everything else because they were taking video of him. It was and you know here's the thing now with Santa, you can't sit on his lap anymore. You can't snuggle up right next to him. There's no like you know photos of you and Santa and the beard and the candy cane. It's all got to be socially distanced. And various places they they do it you know in different ways. For at Disney, for example, they do this really cool thing. They have a uh, large piece of plexiglass and it's kind of on a diagonal so you sit on one side of it and santa sits on the other side and then when they take a picture since it's long and diagonal it looks like you are it looks like you are actually sitting next to santa claus even though there's this piece of plexiglass so that's great Uh, other places just put santa six feet away from you so this happened in illinois in the Harlem Irving Plaza uh, in Norwich, Illinois. And basically, here's here's what went down. Here's how this one went down. The uh, kid is sitting across from Santa at this table, and he's telling Santa what he wants for Christmas. And the kid says to Santa, I would like a Nerf gun. Now, for those of you that don't know what Nerf guns are, they're like regular guns, only they don't fire bullets. They fire little, you know, puffed pieces of foam, and they don't have gunpowder. It's just basically like, you know, you pump it with air or whatever. It's very harmless. Been around for – I had a Nerf gun when I was a kid. We used to shoot these foam darts at each other. Had a blast. Uh, None the worse for wear. It really, you know, it it really turned us into men and uh, and made us, you know, realize how much fun it is to shoot people. Uh, Anyway, so, so Santa's sitting there. This kid sits down, tells me he wants a Nerf gun. Listen to what Santa says in reply. So this Santa says, nope, I'm not bringing you a Nerf gun. I'm not bringing you. And his mom's like, no, 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 it's a Nerf gun. She goes, I, he's, I'm not even bringing you a Nerf gun. I'm not bringing you anything like that. If you want a gun, you got to talk to your daddy. But Santa's not bringing you a gun. How about something else? How about something like, you know, a, a bicycle or or a car or a truck or Legos, which I'll be honest with you, more people get injured every single year by stepping on Legos than they do injuries from Nerf guns. More people get injured every year falling off their bicycles or flipping over their handlebars than they do playing with Nerf guns. Uh, I mean, this is this is this is Ralphie shoot your eye out come to life. Only it's not even a BB gun. If it were a BB gun, sure, that's we've all seen the movie. I want a Red Rider double R action carbine rifle with this uh, thing in the stock that tells time, which I always thought was a clock. But for some reason, it goes this thing that tells time. It's a compass and a thing that tells time. Isn't that isn't that a clock? Anyway, uh, but a BB gun, sure, it's a little more. Dang. If the kid rolls in and is like, hey, you know what I want is a Glock 17 with a with a flared magwell and a compensator and a red dot sight, um, you know, and three extra magazines. That would be one thing. Santa might be like, you know, I'm not going to bring you a Glock, kid. Maybe talk to your dad. But it's a Nerf gun. 
It's a Nerf gun. And, of course, what happens is what happens is when the kid hears Santa say, no, you're not getting the Nerf gun, he starts to do what kids do, and that is cry. That's his mom. His mom's saying, yeah, you'll still get it. Santa says, Santa goes, I'm not bringing you what you want for Christmas. The kid starts to cry. He goes, don't cry. And he turns to his mom. His mom's like, yeah, you're still going to get it. And she shoots Santa this evil. You know what? If I were her, if that were me and my kid were there and said, because I don't like, you know, you can, you can talk smack about whatever you want. But if you, if you make my kid cry, it's over. We're done. I don't care who, I don't care if you're Santa Claus. I don't care if you're the Easter bunny. I don't care if, I don't care who you are. You make my kid cry, and we're pretty much done with our relationship. And I'm gonna. And the other thing is, I reciprocate. Like if you make my kid cry, I'm gonna do my best to make you cry in any way that I can. I would have taken the kid right at that moment to the store, bought the biggest, baddest Nerf gun I could find, open it up, walk back there, and have this kid just open fire on the Santa right there in the mall. And I would. That's what I would have done. I would have gotten the karma. What do you mean my kid can't have a Nerf gun? What do you, oh, my, not only can my kid not have a Nerf gun, my kid can have a Nerf gun and he's going to use your fat ass as target practice. That's a thousand percent uh, what I would have done. So anyway, this mall Santanel under attack because he's anti Second Amendment. He's anti, he's anti 2A. He's like, look, uh, you know, and also here's the other thing. These, these Santa Clauses at the mall. Now, and I know this isn't widespread, but isn't the Santa Claus at the mall supposed to say, what do you want for Christmas? Ask the kid if they've been naughty or nice. Give them a candy cane, snap a picture, and leave. When did when did when did you know becoming the moral opinion on kids' gifts become part of the Santa Claus mall job? If that's the case, I would love I would love to play Santa for a couple days because there's a lot of things out there that I find are questionable that kids ask for, and I would love to talk to them about their choices. But that's not the gig. The gig is you put on the suit and the beard. You sit there, you smile for the camera, say naughty or nice. Okay, great. Here's your candy cane. Merry Christmas. That's one of the biggest issues we have. Now, you know what's going to happen now. And here's basically here's where this is going to be. This is going to go the way of the AOC uh, of the AOC boycott of Goya. These two stories work together really well. AOC says boycott Goya because Goya likes Trump. And then all of a sudden Goya gets a one thousand percent increase and makes her employee of the month santa says to the kid what do you want for christmas kid says nerf gun santa says no i can't buy you a gun mom says no no nerf gun and santa goes not even a nerf gun sorry uh santa's not bringing you that you know what's going to happen nerf gun sales are going to explode nerf guns are going to go flying off the shelves every kid is going to want a nerf gun every kid today is going to go walking into a santa claus somewhere and say hey i want a nerf gun for in fact i'm going to buy is there a toys for tots somewhere there there's got to be like a toy driver i'm going to buy like 10 nerf guns right now and donate them to like some toys for tots just to make this the next aoc boycott backfire I guarantee what this Santa did in his quest to spread his socialistic tendencies and to brainwash the younger generation and to project his personal morals onto a kid who just wants a Nerf gun for Christmas. Because let's face it, it's super fun. It's super safe. And all his friends are probably getting one, too. You know, you ask a kid what they want for Christmas. They're not looking for your opinion. They're looking for you to say, great, uh, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, Here's your candy cane. I'm going to do I would urge anybody if you're donating a gift to some shelter, if you're donating a gift to some church, if anybody asks you for a donation, buy a Nerf gun and say this is from Santa. Merry Christmas. Let's get Nerf gun sales up 1000 percent this season and then we'll make AOC. Then we'll make Santa the employee of the month, uh, just like Goya did with AOC. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Also, I should probably order a Nerf gun for myself, because now that I think about it, they are really... They're super cool. You want a Nerf gun? Yeah, I'll take a Nerf gun, too. All right, perfect. Who wants a Nerf gun? Raise your hand if you want a Nerf gun. (laughs) 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! They, I had no idea. 
Nerf guns, let's just say this, have come a long, long way. You have to pump anymore? Or is it all like battery operated? I don't, this one's like fully automatic. Yeah. This one's got double action. This one, look at this one. Nerf Modulus Ghost Ops Shadow ICS 6. Stay in stealth mode or turn on the light. Uh, illuminated blaster for low light missions. <laughs> Hells to the yeah. See, here's the problem. I'm going to get all these things and I'm not going to want to donate them. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to want to donate them. Nerf Ultra Faro Blaster with premium gold accents, 10 dart clip, 10 ultra darts, bolt action compatible. Oh my gosh. Wow. These are, by the way, some of them are, some of them are well, you know, they're, they're pretty decently. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Official Nerf Tactical Vest and Strike Elite Series. Ooh, what makes a tactical vest? Oh, it stops you, Nerf it bullets? Looks, Nerf Ultra 3 Blaster Pump Action 8 Dart Inter... Yeah, we're getting this one. Look at this one. This one's like a, a, a turret gun that you mount up. Oh, my gosh. That's what we need in the office for when somebody comes in. That we, or the studio. <laughs> when, yeah, when somebody walks in. If by. somebody walks in and they're, like, not one of us, you know, we're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to get this Fort One Night one, too, because... Maybe oh, that's man. This is great. We're gonna we're gonna buy we're gonna make Nerf number one thanks to this uh Santa, thanks to Bad Santa out there in Illinois. Eight five five seven crossbow. Do we? Oh, of course we do. Where did you see a Nerf a crossbow? A Nerf zombie strike dreadbolt. All right, send me the link. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Jim in Jacksonville. How you doing, Jim? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, I'm good, Mark. How are you all today? Oh, doing great, Jim. Uh, what do you want to say about this bad Santa telling this kid no guns? Well, I'm a Santa Claus. I portray Santa Claus. Oh, okay, all right. There's certain rules, certain rules that Santa Claus has to go by. One of them is you never tell a child no. You never tell a child? That's really, that's in the rules. Right, it's in the rules. Wow. You never tell a child no. Okay. This Santa broke the Santa Claus oath. Yeah. Um, what I do, if a child asks me for a gun or a Nerf gun, yeah, I ask them, I say, what did your parents say? Yeah. I said, because, you know, there are certain rules that Santa Claus has to follow, too. Right. And one of those rules is he can't contradict a decision your parents have made. So if your parent, like, if you're like, I want a puppy, and your parents, he's like, what did your parents say? My parents said no, so I'm asking you, then you've got to get them no puppies. And I go, ho, ho, ho. Santa has to go by what your parents say. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's neat. That's a great way. That's a great way. That's what I do too with my kids. I'm like, what'd your mom say? And they're like, they said to ask you. I go, all right. Well, then, it, then it's okay. That's a great tip. So this Santa now, what hap- What are the repercussions? Can he be? Can this guy? Can this kid appeal this decision, or can he take it to the well, Supreme and Santa Court? Um, no, but he's probably somebody that's getting paid. Twelve, fourteen dollars an hour to be Santa Claus. Um, we actually had a Santa Claus union. It's the International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. Um, I have a beard that is snow white, yeah. approximately six inches long. Yeah, that's great. That's great. White and is about eight or ten inches long. Okay, all right. Well, thank that. Okay, and, so we got your beard stats down. So, so what do you think I should mean, happen to this look, guy? Well. He shouldn't be working as a Santa Claus. Yeah, no, that's true. That's I mean, point. most definitely. And the mall that he's at, um, you know, it depends on what the property management company is. If it was a Simon property, they would fire him on the spot. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Well, Jim, we really appreciate the inside information into the uh, the underground world of Santa Clauses um, throughout the malls. Now, some people are saying before I before I hit order on all of these Nerf guns, somebody is saying that uh, the CEO of Nerf donated lots of money to Joe Biden. We're gonna check that. We're gonna check that before we order because if that's the case, well then this whole thing's off. Uh, is five, there a competitor to Nerf? Is there? I don't know. Probably. Like Maybe. You know Nerf? what? Screw it. Let's just buy some more Goya stuff. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just throw beans at each other. Why don't we just do that? Uh, star star. Nine five one. Uh, thanks so much for calling. We really, uh, we really appreciate that. Let's go to, let's go to Jack in Riverside. Hey, Jack, how are you? Hey, Mark, how you doing today? I'm doing really well, man. What you want to say, Jack? Where in the world did they get that? In Santa Claus, doesn't he speak like this? Oh, oh little boy, that guy. He had, he was about six octaves above a uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> like he didn't even have. He wasn't yeah, even playing the part really well. Been the first clue. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you why. Also, he was dressed in a black scarf that said Antifa on it. So maybe that's a maybe that's something you don't want to look for in a Santa Claus. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really appreciate it. Shane in Atlantic Beach. Hi, Shane. How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, happy holidays. You're doing a great job out oh. there. I just want to throw out there, I think, oh, Mr. Ted Nugent would have been a great Santa Claus. You know, he'd probably, you know, inspired little kids with some extra magazines and, you know, put that out there and watch the liberals kind of turn and turn and turn. But uh, anyhow, I like old Ted Nugent. I like his views. And uh, anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out no, there. No, Shannon, that's a great idea. Ted Nugent is Santa Claus, and that way when the kid says – Hey, I want a Nerf gun for Christmas. He'll be like, great. I'll throw in an easy bake oven. You can kill it and grill it. Uh, 855-765-1045. Adam in Maine. Hi, Adam. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. What's going on, Adam? I've uh, been watching the show online. Oh, we appreciate that. Um, what I was thinking, well, kind of show that, you know, behind Nerf, have a bunch of kids going out once at that mall. And just unload a bunch of the Nerf darts right at them at once. It'd be a great promotion for Nerf guns. Uh, you know, it'd be a great promotion really for anyone. And we're not and look, and we're not justifying violence here. We're not saying you should go out and just attack random mall Santas. Just as one particular mall Santa who's apparently anti-gun. Um, you know, even if his parent and his parents said, okay, his mom said, yeah, you're still going to get it. Uh, just apparently not from Santa. You know what I would do if I were the parents? I would get Santa to write that kid a letter that's saying saying i'm so sorry i you're of course you're getting you know because you want to make sure that santa you know hey santa's not perfect either sure he's a saint but at one point he was he was just a person you know and people make mistakes 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 is our number now in addition to that speaking of guns in addition to that there's this story coming out of florida about this woman rebecca jones and for those of you who don't know rebecca jones rebecca jones is uh she's she worked for the department of health and she's the one that accused Ron DeSantis and the state of florida of fudging the numbers of accusing uh, she accused the state of taking covid19 numbers and infection rates and and downplaying them basically telling people it's not as bad as it seems um you know and then going out there and, and pushing that we should open up and go to school and all that kind of stuff and she got fired now when she went to the uh, I, I, the the story that she tells is that when she complained to her superiors that the numbers were being fudged that she got fired so then she she um applied for whistleblower protection came forward with this story saying i got fired for this and i'm starting a website and i'm going to give you all the real details well, she, her house was searched. They served her a search warrant and her property was searched yesterday. The uh, SBI agents or FBI agents or the sheriff's office, I don't really know who it was, came to her house, issued a warrant, searched her property. She taped it secretly and published that on Twitter yesterday. And it went, and again, it also went viral. Rebecca Jones. Um, at her home, taping these police officers as they come in to serve the search warrant. Listen to this. Come outside. Outside. Who else is in the house, ma'am? My two children and my husband. Where's your husband? Calm down. Calm down. You want the children now? Calm all down. Mr. Jones, come down the stairs now. And then they're yelling because there's like the front door. Then they start yelling up the stairs for everyone to come downstairs. Police, come down now. Bring your children. All right. Now, uh, we watched this tape. We listened to it. We read the story. And there's a lot here before the fact checkers uh, get after this one, which probably they won't do. There are some things you need to know about this story before you start making, uh, you know, before you're making snap judgments about it um, as you cruise through Twitter or Facebook or wherever today. We'll break it down for you. We'll go over the tape. And I'll be like, again, I'm a little shocked that these fact checkers haven't come down on this yet. Uh, we'll tell you why in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show. More of your open mic messages, more of your phone calls and more coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. All right. So uh, maybe put a hold on the Nerf gun order. <laughs> so we um, we played the story about the kid who wanted a Nerf gun and Santa told him no. No, I, no, no guns. Nerf gun. Nope, not even a Nerf gun. Not even a Nerf gun because this Santa is so anti-gun that not even this kid can't even get can't even get a Nerf gun out of Santa. And Jim called and he said, "Look, I'm a Santa too, and we always are. You know, we always take cues from the parents. So we always say, well, what did your what did your mom or dad say about a Nerf gun? If they said you can have one, then I'll bring you one. Uh, but if I were the kid and Santa tried that crap out of me, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll tell you what my constitution says about guns. How about that? Um, but anyway, in the end, we, so we did some research, and by we, I mean uh, somebody sent us a super chat, Christine Haggerty, that said Joe Biden's website claims Hasbro 
which owns Nerf, donated $58,368 to their campaign and spent an additional $410,000 lobbying. So maybe we don't. Apparently, the guy, the CEO, is a former um, executive in Hollywood and big liberal. So anyway, maybe maybe just, you know what, maybe just hold off on the Nerf gun, uh, on the Nerf gun, uh, you know, fanaticism. I did canceled all 12 that I was going to order from Amazon myself. Anyway, uh, so back now, speaking of guns, back to this woman in Florida, this woman, uh, Rebecca Jones. Rebecca Jones, formerly working for the state, uh, she was like a health department analyst, looked at all the numbers, said that DeSantis was ordering people or, or claimed that the state was not um, sharing honest numbers with people in a, in a direct attempt, I guess, to mislead the public about the health crisis that is COVID-19 here in the Sunshine State. So she became a whistleblower. And she she got fired, first of all. Then she became a whistleblower, which is kind of different. Typically, a whistleblower, you file for whistleblower protection when you work with a company. Right. Like, for example, if this company were doing something illegal uh, and I knew about it, I wouldn't you know, before I got fired or before I quit, I would go and say, hey, I need whistleblower protection. And then I would blow the whistle. But that she she got fired first and then she decided to blow the whistle and get the whistleblower protection and and all that kind of stuff. Well, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, um, after that, what happened was a a message went out. A message went out. It was an alert message. They have apparently the um, the uh, the Florida Department of whatever it is has this internal notification system. And one of the the system sent out this message. Nobody knows who sent it or where it came from, urging state employees to come forward with information about Florida's handling of the pandemic. The alert read, it's time to speak up before another 17,000 people are dead. You know this is wrong. You don't have to be a part of this. Be a hero. Speak out before it's too late. Well, this Rebecca Jones character, supposedly, uh, is the originator of this of this alert based on the IP address and the information that investigate because this is now uh, you know an unofficial use of state property this is a this is a crime this is the uh, the state alert system which is for emergencies only and whoever sent out this message whether it was Rebecca Jones or somebody else whoever sent this message out they were trying to use this state agency communication system for emergency only in order to get more whistleblowers to come forward and uh, and, you know, speak out against what she claims is a government uh, wrongdoing in handling the coronavirus. So investigators found out that this apparently was linked to her IP address. They wanted to serve a warrant. And what happened was they they went to her house. They went to her house. They called her on the phone and said, we are we have a search warrant. We're coming in. She hung up on them when they called. They were at the door for 20 minutes. She refused for 20 minutes to answer the door for the authorities. She hung up on them when they called. Finally, finally, she answered. They came in and all the stories that you read this morning are like, what's this? Well, this is from the Sun Sentinel. And their headline is Florida police raid COVID data whistleblowers house with guns drawn. Now, the reason that they go in there and they have their guns out of their holsters is probably, and again, I'm no expert on police procedure, but I'm just guessing because she hung up on them, wouldn't let them in for 20 minutes, was clearly trying to hide something. And, they, you know, when police say, hey, we want to come in, we have a warrant. If you let them in and say, come on in, let me get the kids down here. That's one thing. But she then went on to claim they were pointing guns at just about everyone in the house. Outside. Who else is in the house, man? My two children and my husband. Where's your husband? Call them down. Call them down. You want the children down? Call them all down. Mr. Jones, come down the stairs. Now! Police, come down now! Bring your children. My all right. Now, I watched the video several times and it's only one angle and it's kind of dark, but there's no children in the video whatsoever. There's her. There's the officers. One of them has a gun out. There's a staircase. You don't see her husband anywhere. You don't see the children anywhere. Even the Sun Sentinel says the video doesn't show any children. So I don't know if she's just screaming and yelling or what's going on. But she denies hacking the system. I never had access to that system. She said, I'm not a hacker. I do data statistics and, uh, and, and analysis. But on Twitter, she's out there calling Ron DeSantis basically a dictator. She's calling uh, the police the Gestapo and saying that the, her claim 
is that the governor of the state of Florida is so upset with her blowing the whistle and sharing this information and starting this blog with these real COVID numbers. She's so upset, or he's so upset, rather, that he's now sending in these people, grabbed her laptop. You know, she couldn't update her website because of the laptop, grabbed her phone. She couldn't post any messages because of the phone. Did all of this in an effort to stifle her, to silence her about what she said was coming out. Here's the quizzical thing about this story. When you see this story anywhere, this woman saying these guns are drawn on her kids when there's no actual video evidence of that. This woman, this woman saying that Ron DeSantis is out there using the police as the Gestapo to silence her. This woman out there saying I didn't hack the system when the police have information that the that the message alert came from her IP address. You see all of this and you see this in this story. And this story is being shared Pretty, pretty, pretty much everywhere. It's being shared on Twitter. It's being shared on Facebook. It's being shared on YouTube. It's all over the news. And unlike, say, the Hunter Biden laptop story, you know, another story with sensitive information on a laptop that was taken or that was found by investigators. It, unlike the Hunter Biden laptop story, this one is not getting squashed by Twitter. This one is not getting pushed down in the algorithm by Facebook. This one is not being labeled false Fact checker independently has determined this to be fake news. Do not share this. People are not getting thrown off of Twitter or Facebook for sharing this particular story. Even though she claims guns were pointed at her kid and there's no evidence of children even being there. Even though she claims she didn't hack, but all the police evidence points to the fact that the IP address is traced to her. All of these things that she's saying seems to me that any independent fact checker worth their salt would be like, hey, this seems like it's fake news. You want to make sure that before you listen to what this lady's saying, you know all the facts. But again, fact checkers don't work that way. They don't take the side of Republican governors who are trying to manage a health crisis and keep the economy open in their state. They only take the side of Democratic leaders who want to shut everybody down and tell them they can't go to school. They can't go to church. They can't go to work. They can't get together for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And oh, yeah, they've got to wear a mask. And if they don't like it, tough. We're going to shut off your water and your electricity. As well. 855-765-1045. I gotta take a quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K shows on the way. Uh, we got some of your phone calls, open mic messages, and mail time. It's coming up. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045. On a side note, we were uh thanks to Justin, by the way. We were um, on the stream, uh, you know, in between the commercials, we talked to the uh, the stream and we were talking about how Josh has never had a McRib, never once had a McRib and they're back to McDonald's. So Justin from our stream, <laughs> he, he door dashed us half a dozen McRibs, six McRibs. So now uh, Josh has had he's had one. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the other side now. And now I you crossed over. There's only uh, there's only five more for you to get through. Yeah, I'm good. Before the end of the show. Eight, five, five. Thank you, Justin. We appreciate thank you it. so much, Justin. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. One oh four five. That works for other things. What do you mean? Like, let me try something. Like a Ferrari. I've never had beer before. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think you've. Nobody believes that. I've never. What, what is beer? What? What is whiskey? McBeer. Uh, uh, now we're talking. Star Star one oh four five. This is Cody in Washington State. How you doing, Cody? Hey, how you doing, Mark? I'm uh, doing great, man. I'm lousy with McRibs here today. Uh, what do you want to say? What's on your mind? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that whole Santa thing. Like, yeah. I, I've never remembered a time that Santa leaned left or right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was just kind of like, like, you know, bipartisan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my thing is how me and my fiance are going to boycott this uh, failure of a boycott is we're just going to buy ourselves a new handgun ourselves. That's a great idea. There you go. See, and that's, that's, a, that's, do it. that's really the thing. It, 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 you know, it just gets too political. Santa's telling you no guns, and then you go to buy Nerf guns, and you find out that guy's donating millions of dollars to Joe Biden. So then you're like, oh, I can't even support them. So what do I do? Uh, best thing to do is just buy yourself, yeah, buy yourself a real gun and uh, and call it a day. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is DJ in Ohio. Hi, DJ. How are you? Hey, Mark. It's nice to talk to you again. Nice talking to you, too. What's up, man? Hey, uh... I just wanted to talk about what I seen on Tucker Carlson. Okay. Uh, he had he had a lawyer on, and they said that they're investigating um, a more historical or more um, average type of fraud, where like people would move out of Pennsylvania and move to another state, but they would still vote absentee in sure. Pennsylvania. I yeah. guess they're finding so much of that 
around, and um, they said they couldn't even bring it to the court unless there was going to be a possibility to overturn the election. And he said, undoubtedly, Trump will win Pennsylvania once this goes through. That's what the lawyer. Look, Pennsylvania, there's a lot of people right now that are eyeing Pennsylvania. And one of the things that we mentioned earlier today, which we should probably bring up, is that Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, Ted Cruz said that should the justices of the Supreme Court decide to hear the case, he has offered to present it to the Supreme Court. Um, based on the merits of the case of the attorneys for President Trump, want to overturn the Pennsylvania results. He tweeted out, if SCOTUS grants cert in PA election case, I have that means, you know, the certification. I have told the petitioners I will stand ready to present the oral argument because of the importance of the legal issues presented. I've publicly urged SCOTUS to hear the case brought by Congressman Mike Kelly, congressional candidate Sean Parnell and state rep candidate Wanda Logan, challenging the constitutionality of the pre- uh, president of the United States election results in Pennsylvania. Now, the attorneys, they're hoping to get the Supreme Court case. Uh, I mean, uh, today's the deadline for the the uh, the people in Pennsylvania to come back with any kind of retorts. And then it's up to Alito to decide what happens next. So this could be in front of the Supreme Court very soon. You could see not just Trump and his attorneys arguing this in, fr- in front of the Supreme Court, but Senator Ted Cruz at the helm battling this issue on behalf of the president of the United States, the voters in Pennsylvania, and really voters all around the country. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really appreciate that. This is uh, Tim in North Carolina. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Oh, great, Tim. What I'm you trying to say? understand how much long we have to put up with this crap that's going on. What do you mean? Can Why you be more somebody specific? somebody done something to take care of this stuff? What, I know what? it's a big lie and yeah. all that stuff. I know it's all f- full full of fraud. Yeah. Why hasn't anybody stepped up and says, okay, you're guilty? Which one? No, Tim, can you be more specific? Are you talking about the election or are you talking about something in particular? I'm talking about the election. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people are up there saying that you're guilty. The problem is you uh, you can say someone's guilty all you want. It's the courts that have to, first of all, A, hear the case and not throw it out. And then, B, it's got to go through the system. And then, C, you've got to get it to the highest court in the land. And that takes a lot of time. And the problem is this is very unlike the election of 2000. Because in the election of 2000, the media, a lot of people in the court system, they were all rooting for Al Gore. They weren't big fans of GWB. They they were rooting for Al Gore. And so they gave it full media attention. If you turned on CNN or the news or any, especially here in Florida, it was ballot counting every single day, dimpled chads every single day, experts talking about the ballots and the counting and the Supreme Court nominations and everything else. And they took this thing all the way to the Supreme Court in December. And we knew what was happening every step of the way. This time around, silence. Nobody wants Trump to win this. Nobody wants anything to be overturned. They don't want to give it the time of day. They definitely don't want to give it any attention on the airwaves. So they're ignoring it. So it's still happening. It's just behind the scenes. And as a result, since it's not on the mainstream media, you don't think that there are people out there working and saying these people are guilty and we need to bring them to justice. They are. It's just not getting any airtime. That's the big problem. Hey, thanks for calling. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show on the way. 855-765-1045. That's our number, 855-765-1045. If you're trying to get through, if you want to uh, send us an open mic message, you can do that, too. Just go to the open mic feature in our mobile app, record whatever you want, send it into us, and we will uh, hopefully, hopefully play it on the air. If you know it's age-appropriate, if there's something, if it's, uh, you know, something that we were, that we're talking about or that, uh, that you know, we need to... Um, Anyway, if it's something that goes along with, you know, the show and adds to the enjoyment and the entertainment and the and the intelligence of the listener. Uh, 855-765-1045. We do have some mail time, too, which we'll get to in just a minute. First, though, we got a bunch of people that uh, still want to comment on stuff. Kelly's in California. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, doing great, Kelly. What's going on? What's on your mind today? So how about waking up this morning and finding out that Texas is suing Pennsylvania Wisconsin and Michigan over the results. Yeah, I saw it. Isn't that great, huh? Everybody loves Texas this morning. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. If this doesn't fix, I think California is the testing state of what they're doing here. Our governor and his rules are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, what part of California are you in? I'm actually in uh, Riverside. Our sheriff, Chad Bianco, was all over Fox News and everything talking about we will not be bullied yeah. and bullying our residents. Um, so there's a lot of protests happening out here that you're not seeing, and I would be 
likely to surprise if uh, they figure out this Dominion thing and figure out that's how Newsom became governor out here. Yeah, no, look, you're probably not too far. you got a lot of politicians in California that seem to make careers out of being horrible politicians. So we'll see what happens. Hey, thanks so much for the call. And if you if you are just waking up like she is, first of all, it's like almost noon. I mean, I guess not in California. Nine. Uh, but Texas announced uh, that they will be filing a lawsuit in the Supreme Court against the four battleground states, um, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. They're saying that they should not be allowed to finalize their electors. They should not be allowed to cast their votes in part because those states unconstitutionally changed their voting procedures during the coronavirus pandemic to allow for increased mail-in ballots. Biden won all four of those states. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton alleges that the new voting procedures and processes in the battleground states skewed the presidential election results and asked the Supreme Court to delay Monday's deadline for the Electoral College to make Biden's, uh, Biden's victory official this is really i mean look we've talked about civil wars starting over this whole election and people are like oh the next civil war is going to be a race war between black people and white people and then there was the other one no it's going to be socialists versus capitalists and then everyone's like no you know what it's going to be it's going to be red states versus blue states well apparently you know it's all three because if you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, they're taking on uh, they're taking on Donald Trump and and calling him a white supremacist and and you know uh, talking about defunding the police and whatnot. Then of course you do have the Antifa terrorists against the capitalists, and you've got the socialists like AOC who are trying to bury capitalist uh, you know ventures and, and and make it so that nobody wants to start a business at all. They can just sit at home and get money. And now it looks like the third civil war is really just the red states versus the blue states because Texas is attacking. Uh, in, in court, at least, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Georgia. Uh, 855-765-1045. Sure is interesting times we live in, isn't it? 855-765-1045. This is uh, Eric in Jacksonville. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hey, uh, just a quick question. What's going on with these people that did the counts for the ballots? I mean, the ones they actually caught. Are they actually investigating them too? Are they, I mean, are they in front of the, I mean, somebody's got to be doing something with these guys, intimidating with whatever, because. Which people are you they, talking about? The people the ones, in Georgia? Are you talking about the people in Georgia in the video? Or are you talking about people in, in Michigan and yeah, Pennsylvania? Yeah, the people in Georgia in the video. I mean, I'm just curious what's going on with that. No, nobody's investigating anything. Look, here's, here's what happens with all of these investigations. The Republican, um, the Republican, uh, you know, team that Donald Trump has put together of lawyers and attorneys and investigators goes out and they have to go into these states all by themselves. And they have to find these people and get them their interviews on, on the record. They have to get them to sign the affidavits. They have to get the voting machine. Sidney Powell out there, you know, Lynn Wood, all these people, Rudy Giuliani before he was hospitalized for COVID-19, working diligently to make the case. They're doing their investigating. The FBI is not investigating anything. The Department of Justice is not investigating anything. These people, these videos that the Trump team is putting forth as evidence in court, the only investigating that's being done is by the Trump team. Nobody that can that can issue a subpoena or a search warrant or or, you know, any kind of arrest warrant. Nobody is going out there and investigating the crimes that these people may or may not be committing and that we may or may not have evidence of them committing these postal workers who were talking about the trucks in Pennsylvania and how they drove them from Bethpage in New York. And they had these massive gaylords full of full of ballots that were, you know, that were all for, for uh, Joe Biden. These people, there's no investigations going on into any of that. And that's one of the big problems we have is that the FBI, the DOJ, nobody seems to care about anything about it at all. Nobody seems to be saying, hey, evidently, a massive crime has taken place or there's at least evidence of a crime that needs to be investigated before it can be cleared. They're all just letting the clock run out. And that leaves Donald Trump and his attorneys uh, to do the, to, uh, to do all the investigating. But don't think don't think for a second anyone who any one of these poll workers is in jail. Don't for, think for a second anyone's in trouble. They're not. They're all they're probably they're in fact becoming famous off of this entire thing. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045 uh, is our number. This is Brian. Uh, Brian's a trucker. Hey, Brian, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. What's going on? Hey, Mark. How's it going? Hey, good, man. What's up? Hey, yeah, I'm a Floridian born and raised, but I live in the Adirondack Mountains of northern New York. I'm an yeah. owner-operator truck driver. I just wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, you know, when and if this thing turns over for Trump, I'm hoping when, uh, do you think 
uh, the left is going to go full tilt, or you think that's just a lot of fluff? What do you mean the go? What do you mean go full full tilt? I think they've already gone full tilt. I mean they basically <laughs> they basically you know stole an election from you. That's the that's the accusation. They buried votes. I mean you take one of the right. most sacred things in the country, the election of the president of the United States, the one thing that should be untarnished. And you look at the shenanigans that have been going on. You look at these massive dumps. You look at how Donald Trump won every bellwether county. How the Republicans yeah. nailed the the House of Representatives. They won back the Senate almost. You look at everything that points yeah. to a Trump victory. Ten million more voters i mean they've already gone full you can't go more full tilt than falsifying an election in favor of the worst candidate ever just because you hate the guy who's who's in office and you know you can't beat him with a legitimate stand-up get out the vote election you need to you need to do whatever you need to to get the mail-in balance out there you need to stuff the ballot box you need to use these dominion software machines that have been used in elections god knows how many times to change votes you've got to they've already gone full tilt they never accepted Donald Trump as the president of the United States. Never. Not one time. Nor will they ever. And now that they believe they've won, they're definitely not going to they're not definitely not going to let go. If you they've been gone full tilt, full tilt since 2016. Uh, the problem is, will they ever will they ever go back? The answer is no. They're too far gone. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, quick break. We got a bunch of stuff you guys have been sending. We really appreciate it. We're too. We're going to get to some mail time right after this. It's the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV. If we take Georgia, we can change America. Ah! <laughs> That was a really, that was a really good laugh. That was, that was, that was this Chuck Schumer impression. First we win Georgia, then we change America, and then, uh, then you have that demonic uh, bad guy, you know, Incredibles laugh. Yeah, we gotta isolate that. Yeah, that's a good laugh. That's a good one. All right. Hey, uh, they, by the way, somebody wrote uh, the other day and said, "Mark, uh, love your show, love your videos. Thanks for what you do. If you're ever in Atlanta, let me know." Well, we're gonna be in Atlanta. So we're letting you know in January, uh, January 4th and 5th, we're going to go up there. Here's the thing. We're, we're going to go up there for the, uh, for the recall election. And I wrote to our guy, cause we own, um, one of the biggest stations there in Atlanta. And I wrote to the guy that runs it. I said, Hey, can we have a studio? And he said, well, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. We have lots of space, but I don't know if we're allowed to let you in because of COVID protocols. And then I said, well, that's kind of weird. I mean, I work for the same, you know, I'll take a test or whatever. But he said, well, we'll work something out. Then I thought to myself, probably if I'm going all the way to Atlanta, why would I want to sit in the studio? That defeats the whole purpose. So we're looking for some kind of cool place to do the broadcast on Election Day, January 5th in Atlanta. So if you're in Atlanta or you're in the Atlanta area and you have an idea or if you own a cool place where you'd like uh, where we could broadcast the show in Atlanta on January 5th, by all means, uh, hit us up with a DM um, so we can hook you uh, hook something up and make it a, a really fantastic because it's so important, man. And we want to be there to cover that historic event. All right. Before we get out of here, let's do some mail time, shall we? You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show mail time. Now, wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Yeah. Yeehaw. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. If you want to mail us something, uh, we have the address up there in the chat. First up, I, I believe this is a card, a Christmas card. It looks like one, yeah. It says, Mark K. Show, Hannah and Josh. Okay. So it's to all of Got us. Got the whole gambit. Yeah, the whole everything here, and even though Hannah doesn't come to work anymore. Hannah who? Right. Oh. Now let's open it up and see. It's from Imelda Swanson, and it says... Merry Christmas. Good guess. Mark, Hannah, Josh, at this time of year when the air is full of cheer and the fields are all covered with snow. Oh, no, no, Where's she from? She's from, oh, yeah. she's from California. That's weird. Um, what could be better in this chilly old weather than to wish Merry Christmas to all whom we know? I love your show, Imelda. Now, Imelda, thank you so much. Thank you, Imelda. For the not very accurate but very heartfelt Christmas card. We you can imagine some snow. Yeah, no. All right. This next one is from Kay Walters. At the sign of the gray horse, it appears to be in a book package. Okay, what's a book package? It's a package that people usually send me books in. Okay, I guess I don't. I don't. Like you know, a Kindle? No, like That's how I get my books. Like I don't really read anything anymore, unless it's on. Scare me with that knife. It's This is really. <laughs> this is like a. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I can't even. Oh, it's look! A, it's bulletproof. Book. I think it's a book. Whoa! Let's see, here we go. Two for two. It's called Tea in 18th Century America by. Kimberly Walters. What's the what? A, what a coincidence! That's the same name of the lady who sent us the book. Didn't we pour that into the Boston Harbor? 
to Mark. We find ourselves yet again at a time in our of our founding fathers. Please enjoy this book with details from that time. Wow. This is great. Yeah, maybe it's about the, the Tea Party. We'll have someone read it and give us a full report. Hannah, she's going to do it. She reads. Hannah, we're sending you a book to read. You need to give us a full report. Thank you so much. Uh, Kimberly Walters, we really uh, we really appreciate that. All right, this next one is a little it's a little square box. It looks like something you would package a Rubik's cube in or something. Okay. And it's from Lucky Shot in Orlando, Florida. So it's either mm, like, like a, a shot glass, maybe. I was thinking shot glass or maybe something with a Botox. Who knows? Or a fifty cal. Coffee oh yeah, some kind of gun thing. Let's see what it says. This is. Oh wait a minute. I think we already have some of these. I think I know exactly what this is. Oh, cool. Well, this is that same glass with the bullet in it, right? Oh, I don't know. I can't get it out of the box. You can't get it out, so it's it's clearly... <laughs> it's Kevlar. The cardboard is Kevlar. Here it is. Oh, wait. Yeah, look. <laughs> it's another glass with a oh, bullet. Cool. We have one. This is great. Someone else sent us some of these. It's a 10-ounce bullet rocks glass embedded really with a genuine cool. 308 bullet. That, this is fantastic. We're going to have a whole bar set of these. I can't wait. Before too long. Yeah, Lucky armory. shot. A Thank bar- you. Barmery. Thank you. so A barmery. I see yeah, what you did yeah, there. All right. We have like 40 seconds. We have one left from <laughs> Arena. Give us a little faster. Arena Reigns. <laughs> We're going to open this nice big box. Arena. Thank you so much. See what's inside. There's some of this stuff. Hey, Karambi. Oh, no. It's wrapped up. Oh, there's like three little packages. Quick, quick, quick. quick. Hold on. Let me read you the card. It. Maybe it gives us some some ideas of what we have. Uh, Mario, enclose a little something for your Christmas tree or the studio. I'm guessing it's ornaments. Hey. With, wait a minute. With the show logo on it? Are you kidding know. me? <gasps> Look at this. Whoa. Handmade uh, ornaments uh, with the Marquet uh, show logo. That is beautiful. Arena, thank you so much. Everyone else, we really appreciate all the stuff that you send us all the time. If you want to send us something, here's how you do it. If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now. Yeah, yeah. Here. See you tomorrow for whatever you want Wednesday. It's the Marquee Show. Bye-bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.